You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Talk everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast. With me, words and my neighbor, DJE Mr. Dodi Fayed. On tonight's podcast, Scotty Scheffler busts through for his first win on tour and tore my life apart in the process. We'll see how that shook up the BLC leaderboard. Then it's straight to LA for the Genesis Open. We got the breakdown on course, featured groups. And shit picks with a very special guest. Hi, Johnny. Hello, words. Oh, uh, I don't want to know how you are. <clears throat> well, I'm wonderful. I Thank bet. You. you bet. But even more wonderful because Tiger was on the mic today. Thank God. I mean, just seeing Tiger makes me happy, obviously. Of course. Of course. I, I didn't get to catch much of the press conference, but I'm sure he was just like, I'm the fucking best. Fuck you. Yeah. We'll put that on the back burner <laughs> for the casting couch when we bring up uh bitchy boy bryson phil perfect and that stuff other than that words i told you a second ago i guess this is my last show before i'm a i'm a dad wow how does that make you feel uh like next week i told maggie i was like yo if we have the kid on tuesday how am i gonna do the show with words <laughs> that's what i was getting ready to ask <laughs> i was gonna be a total prick but what the fuck about the show, man? I was like, Maggie, I can just like sneak out and like get on the phone with words, whatever, you know. Now, right. Now that we got this fancy new equipment, I'm sure it'll be easy as fuck. But right, Maggie. Right. But yeah, so uh, Tuesday is D Day, no matter what, unless it comes sooner. So gotta gotta check up in the morning, and we'll see. I'm just hoping I can get the bowling tomorrow night before things really get going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, priorities here, bub. A hundred percent. Show bowling, beers, <laughs> golf. Well, don't worry about it, man. Nothing changes much, like I've told you a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. I've been told by multiple people, having a kid changes people's lives, but it may change yours more than anyone I've ever seen. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> that's, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> that's pretty profound, actually. Yeah. But anyways. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm sure. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. How was your weekend? Uh, it was great, uh, obviously. I mean, as I told you before, I uh, just needed Scotty Scheffler to win and everything would be good. And what do you know? That's what happened. I was bummed, though, uh, before we get into that, I was bummed that the Bengals didn't make it happen. Hell of a Super Bowl. It was a fun game. Hell of a game. Um, halftime show was a load of shit. Everyone thought it was so cool, but it was kind of a fucking joke, if you ask me. Fuck the Bengals, too, man. They'll never be back. Hey, they rewarded my guy Zach Taylor with a contract extension today. I do love Zach Taylor, Duh. so shout out to him. Um, but yeah, shout out. He's listening. Well, yeah, he's there, you, there you go. No, he's way too good of a person to listen to this show. But uh, I just thought that, I don't know about you, I don't know if you listened that much. I know you said you didn't watch all of the game, but the halftime show was just lip-syncing rappers basically the whole time. Like, Dre might have been 
singing. Eminem might have been, but everyone else was not, and it was a joke. And 50 Cent, the funniest meme I've seen, is now a dollar. You know, 50 Cent was fat as fuck. So that's that was my only takeaway. Uh, it was pretty funny because, you know, the playoff was still going on when the game kicked off. So I went over to our boy Crowder's house, um, and I was, like, waiting People are like, oh, really? You guys aren't even fucking watching the Super Bowl out here? We're like, first things first. Who gives a fuck? Like, first quarter of the Super Bowl, big deal. Tom's not even playing. Yeah. <laughs> you big Rams guy? Yeah, so we had to watch the, the rest of the golf outside uh, on the patio until... But I got more of that to come, so we can we can get all into that later. So Oh, great. No, we can skip over it quickly. Well, basically, Chapo and Crowder uh, had a bet. Because Chapo was wearing a Bengals jersey, by the way. He was wearing an old-school Jermaine Gresham uh, <laughs> Bengals jersey. But uh, we're outside, and it's me and Crowder who bo- both picked uh, Scotty. Right. And then it's Chapo and, and Megan, his girlfriend, who both picked... Uh, can't let right and so literally right before the the long putt that that scotty makes uh connor goes crowder goes all right chapo right here either one of these guys makes the putt no matter what you know and you know can't was half as long as his if not more than that but he goes okay if either one of these makes this like if scotty makes it you got a shotgun if can't makes it i got a shotgun and <laughs> so as soon as it happens, make miss. And they both made it. They weren't going to drink. I was like, that's lame. But uh, so so obviously we know Scotty makes it. Cantley misses it. Chapo absolutely kills the shotgun. One of the fastest, best, Not didn't spill a fucking drop shotgun I've ever seen. So props to, to Chapo for that. Nice. That is that is incredible. And that putt was insane from about like 35 feet. He's, He's like What 26. is it with like the North Texas guys? Like, okay, yeah, exactly. What is it with the North Texas guys like? You feel better about them standing over a 25-footer than a 5-footer. Well, I think Scotty showed you at the end of regulation, right? <laughs> so I had saw that he had not missed a putt from 5 to 7 feet uh, all week. Really? Up until that last putt, which obviously, got to think the nerves are probably what caused that. So, All right. Well, before we get completely into that, thank you for that story. Of course. Crowder, I love that, though, also hosting the Super Bowl party. Like, yeah, you guys, you fuckers watch it in here. I'll be out here watching golf. Yeah, it was just the four of us. I can tell you that much. <laughs> okay, that's a big-time hat tip. Um, did you see news this week that the, the CIA is operating, like, large-scale domestic spying campaigns on people? No. Yeah. No, but that fucking terrifies me. Yeah, I've kind of gotten to the point where I know, like, privacy is fucked. It's, that's just kind of how it is, but... But now I've gone to like down to thinking of a rabbit hole. Like, are are Weezy's grandkids going to be able to purchase stuff like our Google search or Jesus Christ forbid, like my Twitter search? <laughs> yeah, your your Twitter searches are uh, NFTs. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I got my DNA tested and I got some of my great grandfather's archives from Google search. But yeah, they sell it now. It's it's easy. It's easy to get to. It's like what? You know, that, that part of the reason why I never, I got one of those Ancestry DNA kits from my mom like three years ago, and I swear to God, I never even opened it. And I was like, well, <laughs> fuck, this could tie me to a few crimes. <laughs> you don't want to be in that database. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. I think they've used that to like actually catch criminals. Oh, shit. Wheezy's grandkids are going to be like, Grandma, what are hashtag celebrity clips? <laughs> Yeah, God forbid your fucking our do- great do- Dolly Parton's tits. <laughs> gonna, our great grandfather had an incredible interest in Dolly Parton, nineteen seventy six. Is that legal whatsoever? What they're doing now? What, uh, what, no. What, what did you no, see? Okay, it's not. Okay, yeah, it was kind of brushed under the rug. Also, in the news cycle, it's like, yeah, they're doing this. You know what? Who, who's gonna who's gonna call him? Joe? Joe Biden? 
<laughs> Sleep, Sleepy Joe. You guys cut that out. <laughs> cut it right the hell on out. Yeah. No. Come on, man. What? Come on, man. Trust me, I got way more skeletons on my on this fucking computer in front of me than I do in real life. Yeah. Well, anyways, I went down the rabbit hole of thinking in bed at night about that, which is just nor- go- pretty normal behavior for a 37-year-old. I'm, I'm going to go to jail. Yeah, I'm going to go to fucking <laughs> jail after I'm dead. No, it reminded me of my Knowles trip. It's like, that was kind of like the number one rule of the camping there. It's like, leave no trace. It's like, it's going to be the opposite of legacy building for me. I need to get a hacker to be like, listen, I wanted to make, like, I was never fucking here, all right? I was a ghost. I, I've got about 13,000 unread Gmail emails that I need wiped. Um, speaking of the old trip, are you referring to the, sh- the, what you li- did leave behind that <laughs> night that after you couldn't, uh, after you hadn't taken a shit in like three months or three weeks? <laughs> We've told that. Did on you this. guys see that bear shit over there? <laughs> oh yeah. my God. We, yeah. We always revisit the same stories, but yeah. that's my favorite. I did see that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go bury it just in, you know, so no one steps in it. <laughs> we, we escaped guys. Bear was right in our campsite. <laughs> we lived to tell the tale. Yeah, for those of you who don't know the story, that was me in the middle of the night <laughs> grabbing onto a tree and just... After eating nothing but cliff bars and bark. <laughs> <laughs> just biting my lip and giving it hell. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> that was probably that was probably tougher than Maggie's, uh, you know, delivery is going to be here in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so for her sake, God damn it. Uh, pray for us. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. What else? Miami. I'm never going to let you besmirch that great city again. Oh, God. Words is a Strixon guy. <laughs> words is a Sungjae guy. And Words is a Miami guy. <laughs> Miami words. <laughs> Miami. When are you going to get the same, uh, the pants that uh, Adam Scott wore like two, three years ago that didn't have a belt, uh, like a belt loops or anything they look like robin thick's pants yeah like that's, that's miami style. that's a clean look what's the name of the guy from miami vice it's uh, don johnson Don johnson yeah yeah but is, what's that his what's his character's name oh shit i looked at that yeah <laughs> that's you yeah that was definitely you know the muse for the weekend for me in my in my head I will say, we didn't mention this on the show last week, but Words did send me a picture of uh, Versace's house where Cunanan, <laughs> where Cunanan <laughs> yeah. murdered him. <laughs> and he just wrote, free Cunanan. So good to know we're on the same page about at least Andrew that. Andrew Cunanan, yeah. Uh, crazy shit. Yes. We walked actually from Middle Beach and Fountain Blue all the way down there, which is quite a hike, um, kind of on the beach boardwalk there. And, I mean, the people watching is incredibly insane. How many rollerbladers did you see? I mean, just, oh, I was like, God, I need some rollerblades so fucking bad. (laughs) Just me going around Lake Hefner. (laughs) You and Butsy killing it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Butsy does have some white blades, doesn't he? Speaking of Butsy, you know, our boy Jordan lives in uh, Arizona now. He's been sending me nothing but Butsy's shots. And the other one was Butsy's new fresh uh, Macklemore haircut. (laughs) And it was like, hit up at something barbers. And Jordan just said, on my way. I had to mute the old Butsy. It was a little... Yeah, no. A little excessive. Same. Yeah, Miami. So words, uh, other than... I don't have very much juicy gossip, but I I did tell you earlier, you know, uh, on this date 26 years ago, Happy Gilmore overcame a a four-shot deficit on the back nine to beat uh, Shooter McGavin in honor honor of Chubbs Peterson at the Tour Championship. Legendary shit. I've said it before. Adam Sandler, you go from Billy Madison to Happy Gilmore. I mean, what are you going to do from there? 
Well, and that's what's crazy is like, you know, Billy Madison, obviously he's playing this like kind of weird, you know, funny, happy-go-lucky guy. Like Happy Gilmore, like that was like no, a legit a, person. a fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess he was kind of a drunk. but uh, From a drunk to a hockey psycho. Yeah, hockey psycho. But um, again, we, we talked about this last year at the time. Last year was the 25th anniversary. So it's always funny when you see these memes pop up about like ESPN posted like, yeah, on this day 26 years ago, Happy Gilmore won the fucking tour championship, but anyways, that was that was that was today. Uh, and then I also noticed that yesterday was Kevin Kisner's thirty eighth birthday. I thought he was a lot younger than that. No, nah, mom, <laughs> kids. But you know, he sh- he shares a birthday with a guy that I've looked up to for a long time and really had some homo, homo- homosexual thoughts about Brandon <laughs> Boyd, the front man of Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Boyd turned. I'll, it'll always go back to Gotsy's bachelor party with that one. Yeah, <laughs> your JE Brandon Boyd's boy toy. Yeah, I had a bi relationship <laughs> with Brandon Boyd, um, but he turned forty six years old uh, yesterday. So, uh, well, happy birthday! And of note, he still fucking kicks ass. The pipes are amazing. Uh, they're playing in Oklahoma City at the Criterion on my birthday, March twenty yeah. second. So a mere twenty days <laughs> after your kid's gonna be born, <laughs> yeah. figure it out, Maggie. Yeah. I was like, hey, would it be a big deal if I went there? It's a Tuesday night, you know. They don't even go on to like nine thirty. It's like what? Yeah, it wouldn't be a big deal, would it? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a big deal if I dropped acid on a Tuesday, <laughs> would it? <laughs> Tuesday night concerts just a fucking weak ruiner. I'm pretty sure they played on a Tuesday night when they were here in 19 when we went. Yeah, I, I felt like it. I still feel it. Well, that that was like the only lame, uh, not lame. It's great stuff right there, uh, as far as you know what I've what I've got because really the TMZ world has not been <laughs> has not been on all cylinders lately, except for like you said, it's nothing but Kanye bullshit. Like Kanye and Skeet Davidson is not <laughs> piquing your interest. No, I, it is pretty. I've never, I've always been like, God, Kanye genius, give me a fucking break. But when he started calling Pete Mitchell, Skeet Mitchell, I was like, okay, hat Davidson. Tip. Hat, yeah, Davidson. <laughs> Mitchell. Pete Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skeet Davidson. I got a good chuckle out of that. That's funny. Yeah, I was surprised. I think Pete Davidson's only like 27, and Homegirl is like 41. Right? How about Beckinsale? Oh yeah, he's, he's she was so hot, <laughs> dude. He's <laughs> he fu- he's, he fucked Hillary for Christ's sake, <laughs> according to Kanye. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what a psycho thing to say about your ex-wife's boyfriend. He fucked Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> it's un- it is kind of unbelievable. Maybe I do like this shit more than I more than I think. Yeah, well, it, it just tells it tells me all I need to know that. Kanye hangs out with Antonio Brown, so they're probably about as sane as each other. God, yeah. All right, before we move it on to Phoenix, you want to talk about the Saudi League a little bit? It sure is gaining some traction, isn't it, Words? This just smells like Lincoln Riley all over again, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> you're getting non-denial denials from Bryson. Like, I don't even know what he's denying. He's like, there's these reports out there. They're all bullshit. I'm hurt. I swear to God, I'm hurt. I did it on a Tuesday. Yeah, remember he fell. He slipped and fell on, on some dude's dick. and then you have fucking phil just who continues to run his mouth about it It, it, you know like i don't i kind of said it a little bit i don't care if if a person gets offered 20 million dollars and they're on the back end of their career if they just sign the papers and do it that's fine but phil trying to like justify it for the good of the game rather than like the good that it's going to be for him personally 
is like just a slap in the face. I, I, honestly, I would be a bigger fan of the Saudi League if, if Phil was not involved whatsoever. Well, it it's definitely going to be an alternative for sure, but like the fact that the re- repercussions, it just depends on if the PGA Tour sticks to their word and like a guy like Bryson really is not, you know, is banned for life if he really goes and does it, right? Well, it's really the Masters. Like last year at this point, we... The Masters kind of came out and said, look, if you go and join a breakaway league, you're not going to be able to play at Augusta National for the Masters. And that's when everyone was like, okay, well, that's fucking dead. No one's going to do that. But now all of a sudden, people are saying that Bryson's going to be able to play. So I don't know if like the Augusta quietly backpedaled from that. I'm not quite sure what happened. But I hope they do stick to their guns because that, that would be funny to me. Well, you know, like you said, Bryson kind of shot down reports as to why he wasn't playing at this point in time. He commented on an Instagram page that reported that he was gonna was offered like a hundred and fifty million, and all he wrote was false. Yeah, it's two hundred fifty. Last night was the first time that there was some real traction behind it because it was uh, Jim McLean, who's like a renowned coach, and he said a source is telling me that Bryson is is going to the league, and I've heard now. Obviously, you've heard the same shit, but the deal could be upwards to 250 million, a quarter of a billion dollars for him to go do this, which again, Rory McIlroy said all this shit about how, no, none of this is life changing money. That's life changing money. I think Bryson DeChambeau doesn't necessarily need that. Like he can make that on his own and on his name here. But like a lot of that, I still think has to do with the shit Phil is talking about with owning your own rights and bullshit like that. Cause Bryson's doing all this bullshit with YouTube so I, I just think that there's a lot of things that I think Bryson always has beat to his own drum and done things his own way, so it just makes sense for him to go off and do this bullshit. And it seems like the injury just adds to the perfect timing of the whole thing because whether he's really hurt or not, he can use that as an excuse to potentially then play the Masters and then announce he's going, and that would be my only way. If, if they truly are not going to let people who go play in that league play, yeah, which I, I I also don't see that. I mean, if you're an international player, I mean, there's guys that get into the Masters be, that don't play on the fucking tour, you know. So I mean, I just think that if this thing really does develop, that opens up an avenue for the Masters to still potentially let guys play, just because they do have a world appeal to themselves, like you know, extending invites to the guys that win the Latin American or the Asian Pacific amateurs and stuff like that. Like I don't see why they wouldn't let a guy who five years from now is doing well on this bullshit tour. If it even lasts that long, come play, you know? So, um, you know, know, whatever. I don't know who he's going to play against. I don't know what the fucking jerk off tournament is going to look like, but you looked at the, the Phoenix open this weekend and just what a spectacle it was and how incredible it was and the popularity among the players and everything else. It's like, you know, Thigala on tour, Blackbeard. Listen, if you, if you leave, anyone is replaceable out here. If your name is not Tiger. That's the other thing that, like, pisses me off about Phil, though. Like, Phil should ask fucking Tiger's permission before he does anything, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tiger, may I do this, please? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for saying thank that Thank you, words. Tiger. <laughs> no, th- thank you for finally being on the same page as me, bub. Well, Tiger said today, <laughs> he, Tiger mentioned today a little bit about the media rights deal, and, like, that's just been a, like, no one could have made more off their own media rights than Tiger. Mm-hmm. Tiger said on 10x whatever Phil got, period. And, you know, he said he's been going back and forth the tour about that for years, and, you know, they're, they're making progress. Yeah, it is what it is. They're making progress. Maybe this will be what gets them there. But um, I guess it was funny because of all people to like kind of shed more light than what is, was already known, Kramer Hickok was the guy who came out and allegedly, allegedly, he said it on a podcast that there's already been as many as 17 players that have signed on 
yeah. for this league. So it's just a matter of time when, because you know you got guys like Rory uh, Morikawa coming out just basically standing by the PGA Tour. But well, I loved it. Morikawa, he said he's like a very detail-oriented person in general, and so he's actually started asking questions. He wasn't just like, oh, my God, I get $150 million? Well, Okay, that sounds good. He, he asked a bunch of follow-up questions, and they were like, oh, kind of looking around, shit, I don't know. I mean, we'll, fi- we'll figure it out, though. We, we got this. Now Greg Norman's like, come on, kid. Come on, come on, we got this. Look at these biceps. I'm 64. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. It, it seems like some sort – it gets hot, and then it, it, it dies out a little bit. So it, yeah. it'd be nice to see this thing actually come to fruition and know what's going to happen instead of speculating or hearing rumors, you know. Yeah. kind of tired of talking about it. Do something, Greg Norman. Let's see it. Show your cock on the beach like you did that one time. <laughs> oh, Dolly Parton's tits. All right. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's shift it out to Phoenix, Johnny, where the Wasted Open truly lived up to its name, and Scotty Scheffler outlasts a heavy-duty leaderboard and a three-hole playoff with Patrick Cantley to secure his first win on the tour. Johnny, you had him. I did, words. Hey, as, as I said when I, when I delivered the pick. In as I a, said. In just a beautiful, beautiful, articulated way on the show last week. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you've got Luke List. Gets, gets off the schneid. Then you got Tom Hoagie coming seemingly out of nowhere to get the win, which, Tom, your Dakota Rose played great this week too. But it just seemed like you had those guys win. Now it's Scotty's turn because arguably, you know, we made the comment about Will Zalatoris being the best player that had not won on tour. You yeah. kind of forgot Scotty Scheffler was even there. For sure. Um, he made a fucking Ryder Cup before he got a PGA Tour yeah. win. That's crazy. And beat John Rahm's ass in singles. Um, but, you know, it just it just seemed like the stars were aligning. That that kind of golf course and that kind of style of golf set up just perfectly for him. Past champions as well. And from what I saw, there was a stat that, you know, he was nine back after 36 holes um, heading into the weekend to play and – that's that, when I was feeling really good about the tournament. Exactly, and I, I think that that was one of the. It might have just been that specific tournament, um, but it, it was one of the biggest comebacks from thirty six holes, I think, in the history of that tournament. So obviously that says something there. But um, it didn't look so good once he missed the you know five six footer for on eighteen in regulation, and they were going to have to go into a playoff with the hottest golfer in the world right now. But he was burning edges all day, so when that that 26-foot birdie putt fell on the third playoff hole, it just seemed like that was bound to happen, to be quite honest. There were, there were fireworks all over the place with Scotty, good and bad. I mean, he made three birdies on the punt, on the front, but he also made three bogeys. And on the back, he kind of got off to a slow start, and he, he bogeys, I think, the par 3, 12th or 13th, and that takes him three back. And so I'm looking at my guys, JT and Hideki, who were both in front of him at that point. I'm like, okay, this is looking great. You know, personally speaking, the entire weekend was great. I had those two dudes and Gooch, who were all in the top ten at one point, and I'm looking at your lineup, and I'm looking at Wyndham Clark's scorecard, and I'm fucking cackling, Johnny. Cackling. And then Scotty Scheffler goes out on Saturday and ruins my life. 62. Uh, not to mention, though, I mean, Gooch and him, they had they had the same score going into the final round. It's just Scheffler had finished so early in front of everybody that that's what got him into that final group with Thigala and Cantlay. Uh, yeah, Thigala and Cantlay, right? Yep. 
Yeah. They were playing threesomes. Oh, no. Uh, Cantley and Xander were playing together, right? Oh, yeah. It was, the, it was Gooch and Thigala. No, it wasn't. It was Gooch and Xander. Gooch, Xander, and Cantley played together. Yeah, so and the, then Thigala and uh, Scheffler. Yeah, Thigala, Scheffler. And Brooks. And Brooks. Brooks, yeah. Brooks was in that final group, which it was great to see Brooks in there and playing well, but he he sure had his chances, you know. Um, but, I, I again, Gooch was right there until inexplicably shooting 75 in the final round. But um, I just think that Scotty, once he had his chance, he was literally burning the edges all fucking day. And like you said, uh, the Texas guys, like – I can't tell you throughout that final round how many putts that Scotty Scheffler actually burned the edge on. And uh, the shots that both Cantlay and Xander hit into 18, you know, Cantlay was like up in the like face of the, the bunker. He hits one to, you know, five, six feet. And then Xander is way left of like the church pew bunkers on the left side of the fairway. And he hits a fucking sand wedge that goes 8,000 feet up in the air. That was incredible. It landed inside a foot almost. And from what I heard them talking about after the fact, it's like there was this little kind of flattening near the hole where they put that pin that like every, it looked like it was going this way and it literally yeah. took Scotty five, three putts to figure out the true break of it. That's why Cantlay missed. That's why Scheffler missed. Xander. That's why Xander missed. So um, what a tournament that was. And obviously... The greens, I don't think, had ever been that fast for that specific tournament. I mean, they were rolling. They talked about it several times, like 13 or north of that. So how about Thigala and just taking over the crowd? Unbelievable. I mean, they loved him. Americans love a, a, a first-generation American, for yeah. sure. Well, he he's a gutsy player. I did not ex- – you know, he kind of fell off Saturday and was able to fight back, get his way into the – like, get, retain the lead – um, and then same thing Sunday. It's like he's there all the way into the very end, and a, all it was was a fucking bad bounce off yeah. of his ball on seven. Aggressive, aggressive play, but yeah, horrible and I mean, kick. You know, it carries an extra yard, and it probably doesn't get the kick left that it did, and and that was the difference of him not being in the tournament. I mean, the up and down that he made on eighteen on Saturday to where he had overcooked it uh, over the green, hits it to like three inches. I mean, the guy is serious game and I love his fucking swing. I mean, there's not one ounce of balance in it. He's fallen over after every single swing, which really reminds me of my game. And he left it all out there, man. They, he met with the media after he the did. round cried. I mean, he earned a lot of fans. That's for goddamn sure. You're looking at one of them and he's, he's got the talent. I mean, he's a guy that I think we're going to see f- for a long time on the PGA tour. Yeah. He won a bunch in college. He won on the corn Ferry tour, worked his way up that way. And yeah, I think he's going to be here for a while. And if anyone calls him anything but Blackbeard, you're wrong. <laughs> the gala. Even though the, the crowd doing the gala. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. I kept saying like the gala, the goat to like everybody who would text me or that were saying anything to me. But um, <laughs> obviously words, we got to talk about the fucking Saturday. Sam Ryder, his ace. I mean, AC. that was the first ace since uh, Franco Molinari back in like, I don't know. It, it was like the first ace in a long ass Four time. Five years, yeah. Only for Carlos Ortiz to turn around and do it the next day. But uh, a lot, a lot of grumpy old men have probably voiced their opinions yeah. about how pissed off they were that they threw beer Fuck cans. That. On them. I, I love the beer shower. I don't know about the throwing of the full beer can, especially mm. when those beers are like probably twenty dollars a pop out <laughs> yeah. there, like yeah. sixteen ounce cans. Um, because on Cantley's on Sundays, they had another. Who had a hold one on Sunday? 
It was oh, Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. Carlos. Um, someone threw, a, there were several, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Full beer cans that hit the green. And Patrick Cantley on his, on his lag putt from 50 some odd feet, he hit a huge divot. Yeah. And it was obviously from a beer can. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the thing that that's, I, I've heard that be talked about. And, and, you know, that's like the one thing that I think everybody that complains about the, the act of what went down is mostly like a gr- grumpy old man, but like. I get the whole full beer cans and the ways to avoid that. Just make them fucking pour it in a cup. You can't throw a cup very far. Yeah. You know, pour, pour it in a cup and you're good. That makes sense. Then That's... you can just throw the cup and you can't get it as far. It won't hurt anybody. That's a lot of extra <laughs> trash, but the waste management guys exactly. will be able to take care of it. Yeah, the, the namesake of the tournament, just fucking carry bigger bags that say WM on it and all of a sudden it's a huge marketing right no it was an awesome that say waste management who knows it was an awesome scene and you know the guys that get out there who aren't in like the you know three hundred thousand dollar boxes or whatever they've been there since like two in the morning so they're obviously very tired and very wasted and they're they're fired up out there and that's what the tournament is and that's what it's grown into um maybe when jt chips in for birdie i don't know about if that constituted for like a beer shower they there are multiple chip ins every fucking day on tour yeah uh and then Harry Higgs. Harry Higgs was great. But then Joel Dahman's like, oh, look at me. No, I can take my shirt off too. Well, I, they, Joel, Joel, I guess they had some sort of bet. They were going to pay. The, the pot was up to eight grand. This is what I heard about Harry Higgs to hit his shot on 16 with his shirt off. And he didn't do it. So, And then apparently the tour fined. Uh, I don't know if they both got fined, but they fined Joel Damon for Good. taking his shirt off. He just stole. I think 10 grand. He just like tried to steal Harry's joke. Like Harry's was great. You know, well, I think they talked fucking grizzly bear, and I think the two of them talked about doing that. Though is the thing. No, no. <laughs> Joel's a douche. I, I love Joel. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Joel played great at this tournament this week. Um, all right, what else? Uh, did you hear on the broadcast? You may have been at the Super Bowl party at this point, but that <laughs> switching back to Scotty, that he had uh, ninety junior wins and like hundred and thirty some odd starts in North Texas. So I think that constitutes a child phenom. Yeah. No, he was definitely a prodigy. Uh, Looking up to guys like Chapo and Colt. Yeah. Well, he – so Royal Oaks obviously is where I think Chapo probably knows Chapo said he was the can't-miss kid always. Yeah, and so they had some sort of like metal pole out in the in the driving range. It was like 85 yards out, and they call it Scotty's Pole. And he would just literally hit when he was a kid. He had wedges at it. And then as he got older, he would just literally start pelting like four irons at it. And like ricochets, like hitting people. Yeah. He'd like, Ah! when he knew he hit it really good, it'd like almost come back at him. Like, so the guy is like Scotty's pole. And we've said it so many times. We said it about list. We said it about hoagie, but I think more so now than either of those guys by far, the star power with Scotty Scheffler, what kind of fucking floodgates that opens when he's already had success in majors at a young age now with the win, I mean, look the fuck out. I only got two picks left, but I might be saving those for a major championship words. Wow. A lot of action. But not this week, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm going right back to him. <laughs> I thought about revisiting the JT well, but we'll get to that. We'll um, get to that. Let's ruin my day officially and go visit the BLC leaderboard. Well, words, uh, we had a newcomer yet again. Still have not had a carryover on our weekly skins game because we had an outright winner. Mark me down for a 69. That's Sam Hogan. He had Daniel Berger who missed the cut, but he was the only guy to have Cantlay and Scotty Scheffler. $2.3 million to him to get the individual win. 
And then we had a guy from the top 10 get tied for second, three-way tie for second, Justine Reed, Bill Johnson. He keeps it chalky. Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, and Justin Thomas, the same lineup the other guys that had tied there. That's Give Me That, who is Jared Lester, uh, tied with Cam Green. His name is Cam Green. (laughs) And then uh, in fifth place, I I guess, shit, there was a four-way tie. I want to shake your hand. That's our that's our guy Ben Doherty, obviously from the famous guy, I shake your hand. the guy that freaked out on the plane. I want to shake your hand, talking like a little Muslim man, uh, this little Jewish man. Yeah, like an Orthodox, <laughs> right? And then uh, there was a other than that, there was just basically a five way tie for six to round out the top ten. That was miners eth i don't know what that means but it's jeremiah miners he was tied with okc francine Derek francine willie hitting greens nick williams grande handicapos that's corbett thompson one of our guys he was and, in miami with me had a baby and then the first guy to ever turn down an offer to be on the show ford ryan ford <laughs> we also had another person turn us down this week so we'll get to that here in the guest picks uh, he's he's playing basketball tonight <laughs> i get it yeah it's okay so, words, as far as you and I are concerned, uh, that Scotty Scheffler pick was the only thing that saved me. As you mentioned, Wyndham Clark gets nothing. Jordan Spieth fucking shit to bed as well. That was a pretty bad pick. So you had the bitchiest of all the Schefflers. Actually, no, I didn't um, because there were several people that had Sam Burns, Victor Hovland, Andrew Putnam, okay. Tony Finau. Those guys didn't make the cut. So um, I ended up T-50th, and words, you weren't too bad for not having the winner. You ended up at... Uh, you finished at 101st, so um, not bad for not having a winner whenever 53 guys were on him. So Top half. There you go. Exactly. We've said that before. If you can be in the top half, it's a pretty dang good job. So as far as the overall standings are concerned, words, with that second-place finish, Bill Johnston, Justine Reed moves into the number one spot. He's the first guy to get over $6 million this season. He's also used Cantlay twice and Scheffler twice, but who's counting? Um, Vegas Dave, potentially one of the most improbable runs in fantasy golf history. He picked Luke List to win. He picked Tom Hoagie to win. And now he just picked Scotty Scheffler to win. That's Vegas Dave Harper Ward, the defending champ, I may add. Ah, come on! Up two spots and into the top three. We mentioned this on our story earlier in the week. It's Grizzly Adams, Chauncey Venable, resident cult crew. Coming for you, Johnny. He, hey, Coming for you. He also owns a Golden Nose shirt. One of the one of our <laughs> one of the few. original original boys there. One of the proud few. That a baby chance. Up two spots to number four. We have Burger Bus Andrew Newberger. Up seven spots and into the top five is Ryan Ingroff, aka the Snowman. And after another good finish this week, Miners Inc. Man, I'm just fucking this up. Miners eth Jeremiah Miners. He's in the top ten. OKC Francine is up there now. Derek Francine, he's at number seven. Down seven spots, falling hard from number one is Cole Corson, a.k.a. Four Right. Words, I'm still here. I'm in the top ten again, up one spot to number nine. And then up 20 spots and into the top ten for the first time this season. Give me that, Jared Lester. That baby, Jared. Um, Words, after your... You only dropped nine spots. You're still in the top 20. You're at number 20. So... Um, it's still very, very interesting. I, I gained a little bit of ground on you with my winning pick, but not nearly as much as you'd think. But, uh, yeah, here we are. There's, uh, there's a lot of people that are still vying. Uh, some separation is, is being created, but it's still anybody's ballgame, obviously. Anybody's ballgame. And 
We're getting ready to get real Percy this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit, this week could change everything. everything. This is either going to be words to the moon or words straight to hell. <laughs> That's the theme. Hell. Hell. All right, well, let's take it out to L.A., brah. Perfect. Fuck. Yeah, like I was gonna play Riv, but I just decided a brunch instead. Like go pop is like <laughs> totally rad. Yeah, like that was point break. <laughs> let's just go to like up north and go to Santa Monica instead of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody's dad have a place in Malibu? <laughs> All right. LA Bra for Tigers Invitational yes. Tournament. The Genesis Invitational at Historic Riviera Country Club. It's par 71, tipped out at 7,322 yards, but playing longer. Lots of par fours over 450. You're looking for the complete player this week. Driving the ball in the fairways, which are hard to hit, and the approach game, as always, is large. Especially to these greens, which are tricky. They surrender the most missed putts inside of five feet on tour. Yikes, Willie Z and Spieth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Defending champ is Max Homa, who took down Big Tony in a playoff last year. Some of the past winners include DJ, Bubba's won three times, Phil's won twice, Mike Weir, what the fuck's with all these lefties, Adam Scott, JB Holmes, James Hahn took down DJ in a playoff. That was depressing. Uh, John Merrick, the elephant man, and of course, show favorite, Mr. Robert Allenby. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most shocking of them all right there. What was the horse scene like at his hotel after winning this thing? <laughs> yeah, you know exactly who he called. He's, get the lady boy from Hawaii back over here. I don't care what it costs, fly over. The one that beat his ass. The one that beat my ass. I want someone who beat my ass again. <laughs> you know, I would have believed Stuart Appleby, but not Robert Allenby, Jesus. <laughs> okay, most importantly, Johnny. The purse is north of 12 milli. 2.16 to the winner. Hey. A lot of action. Chalky from Doug. Chalky. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, so that's, I think, f a it's over $3 million more than the most we've paid out this, this season so far, as far as purses are concerned. Biggest purse of the year, and every player so inside the top 10 is playing. I guess when Tiger sends you uh, a letter asking to play in your tournament, you don't say no. Yeah, and, and so I, I saw something crazy, and I think that, for a non-major, this is only like the third time since like 2000 or even maybe since the fucking world ranking started in like 86 that they've had 10 of the top 10 in a tournament because they couldn't get Jumbo Ozaki's ass over here for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it was the Northern Trust, it was just a regular tour stop, and but now it's an invitational and not just anyone's invitation. Now that Tiger's name's on it, you better show the fuck up. Right. And he was on the mic today. He was. Thank God. So good to see him. All right, Johnny. Well, that's kind of uh, the breakdown. We got a special guest picker, though. We're going to kind of go opposite day. Is yeah. that right? As you mentioned, as we alluded to, uh, we invited the guy who won on, and he's a guy we don't know too well. It was gonna, We were going to kind of be outside the box a little bit, making new friends, but he had an he obligation. He said he's heard the show, so he's not going to be... Shy about that saying fuck. Okay, so we had he had an obligation tonight, so we decided instead of getting the guy who who <laughs> won last week, we're getting the guy who is in fourth to last in the league standings this year, and more importantly, has not missed a week yet, and he hasn't missed a week, no <laughs> vacants, nothing. So pretty impressive. <laughs> it's actually hard to do. So we will get him on the line, and that man is Groomsy, our guy. All right, as mentioned, we've got the guy that is fourth from last right now, but we're not trying to blow that up about him. 
He's got goes by the name of Pubert in the league. Our guy, Groomsy, Tanner Grooms. Grooms, how are you, bud? I'm fantastic. How are you, gentlemen? Wonderful. We got to know what is what what is Pubert? Pubert. We were trying to figure that out. <clears throat> there is a guy in the league who goes by the name of our dog. Okay. And that was his nickname in college. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Now that we know, yeah. that's great. So, uh, first of all, I, we've talked about you several times on the show. Obviously, most notably, the fact that you picked Paul Barjan twice already this season. <laughs> Tell us about your Paul Barjan encounter, because you guys played together in some sort of pro-am, right? It was not a pro-am. It was just a random Tuesday at Shady Oaks. Wow. But the dude went ballistic. I mean, I, he didn't hit a shot the last five holes anywhere outside of four feet. <laughs> and <laughs> after after finishing in the top 25 in the KFT twice, back-to-back years, because I didn't grant the COVID exemptions, he's my guy. I'm riding with him. I love I that. I feel like I should get 35 picks with Paul Bouchard. <laughs> we can make that happen actually we could probably email the guy who runs the league and be like hey listen he's Pubert, auto 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 paul barjon pubert. pubert get pubert gets unlimited paul barjon pigs uh, <laughs> whenever and i burned them. i mean i feel like i've burned them already the one week i didn't pick them or top 10 easy well and here we are it's funny because like when you said he went ballistic at Shady Oaks, I thought you were going to say he like got drunk and like threatened to shoot up the place or something. No, no, absolutely not. Oh, although that would have been a lot more fun. That would have been cool. So, other than that, grooms, you were just at you were in Phoenix for the WM uh, Phoenix Open, right? Correct. You sent me your last two betting slips. It was like a nine dollar bet and a ten dollar bet, and I made a joke. I go, Jesus Christ, was that the last nineteen bucks to your name? And you were like, basically. It- it was. <laughs> were those, they were those, the winners? Those like 14 eight-leg parlays on the three-ball group did not pay out as I intended. But I did win one bet, got all my money back. We're good. Well, good. It wasn't Just the, a little wash. Not the Thigala outright win. No, no. <laughs> which Close. One shot Johnny out of a playoff. Hate that. <laughs> it's always you, J.E. Exactly. It's you. Exactly. Sorry, it's man. always fucking J. Oh, I'm having a kid next week, too. Oh. <laughs> I need them. Hey, can, I'm going to ask C-Rob if I can take out a loan from all the, the entry fee money. <laughs> <laughs> got to pay for my hospital bill, Bob. I can afford a country club membership. I just can't pay for my fucking doctor. Just joking. <laughs> All right, Grimsy, before we move on to L.A., what was the craziest thing you saw at the Waste Management this week? Because there was a lot of shit on TV, um, and it all looked fun. So I was in a suite. I was only there Thursday. I was in a in the Cove on 17 Green, and the best thing I saw was my business partner annihilate a trash can at 9 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> what, like just puke? Absolutely, yes. I mean, it was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. It was just us, two bartenders, the event coordinator, and one other guy. <laughs> just right out in the middle. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it sounded like an exorcism, like a purge. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that that was the first thing that jumped in your mind. Of the coolest things you saw a weekend, too. 
uh, and then Adam Shank, like you know, his eighty-one followed him quite a bit Thursday. <laughs> Huge Shank guy. It's impressive. It's impressive. Is he going to be the next Barjan for you? I, you know, I'm leaning that way this week. So after the 81, bounce back with the 75 on Friday. <laughs> That's pretty good missed, for us. <laughs> missed the cut by several strokes, but on the right path, 81, 75, he six got, strokes <laughs> lower. You know, we're at 68 to 61. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's on the war path. That means he got the rib a little bit early. He got some good work yet, I'm sure. Correct. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> okay. All right, well, you know the drill, I think. We go through the featured groups. Uh, we'll, we'll go through all the featured groups of the week. If you're on one of the guys, let us know why you are. But I got to go ahead and tell you, I don't think Barjan's in the field this week. But He's not. There is 10 of the top 10 players in the world here, so it's going to be awfully chalky, I think. So without Fair further enough. ado, the very first featured group, you got a guy who played like shit last week, Jordan Spieth playing with the number one player in the world, John Rahm. And the third guy rounding this out is the guy who just got his first trophy on tour, Scotty Scheffler. Tell me, Groomsy, are you on any of these guys? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah, fuck that. What a killer group, though. Holy shit. Um, I mean, Rahm is kind of a half step better than anyone else in the world right now, and everyone's just kind of in agree- agreement on that. Uh, Spieth has shown a little bit of magic at Pebble Beach, but besides that, has played like dog shit. And, you know, that's got to be kind of tough playing with the number one player in the world when your headspace is a little a little cloudy right now. And then Scotty, there's not a person with more confidence playing golf right now than uh, old Scotty Scheffler, but I passed on all as well. Well, I did hear, you know, it's crazy because John Rahm right now has a stat going. It's 33 consecutive rounds of par or better on tour, which, of course, you got to compare that to Tiger, and I think his best streak was like 120 or something. But it's it's a very easy to, to go ahead and pick John Rahm, but he just he hasn't been himself. He has not closed lately yet. A top fucking 10 last week, everyone else would be thrilled for that but for him he's still not playing well he's not playing to the John Rom that you and I believe it was such is. a sneaky backdoor top 10 cuz he was outside the top i mean what 30 all week and then drops a four under on sunday and uh, makes quite a move into the top 10 to kind of keep that streak wg not wgc the waste management streak going for him well i'm i'm not on any of these no okay none good okay yeah. so we're uh, avoiding the super chalk in the group first group yes uh, the second group though You've got a guy who also played very well last week, Xander Shoffley. He's playing with Colin Morikawa and Cam Champ, one of the mini cams on tour. Groomsy, anybody? Zero. Oh, I love it. Hey, Groom, hey he's in, he's in 219th for a reason. This guy is not getting chalky whatsoever. <laughs> he, those, he's going he's gonna to close the third segment with like 80 million. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is this is an early call because I expected it, you know, in the September. How the fuck did Champ Camp get in this group? <laughs> Champ Camp, <laughs> Champ, Champ Bailey. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess Tiger must like him. Chum Camp. Um, words Xander, awfully intriguing pick. Yeah, I stayed away from him. You know my thoughts about Xander. I'd fucking French kiss him if he walked in this door right now. Colin Morikawa's game fits this golf course as much as anybody. I saw a crazy statistic that his strokes gained um, were like several shots better than anyone else that has played in this event, but his putter, he's losing eight 
yeah, he shots lo- putting la- he was to the first, field. First year playing in the, uh, this event last year, he lost eight shots to the field. And really soon after that, I think changed to a claw grip putter. Um, and that seemed to work out for him okay. Oh. oh. Where are we Percy. going with this, bub? Percy. I'm off of him. Because okay. um, like you said, yeah, he gained... Uh, yeah, his ball striking numbers were crazy last year, but these greens are tough. They're really hard, and if you don't hit the greens, which like no one really does, that's just kind of how it sets up. Like even the really easy hole, that short par four tenth, tenth, yeah. Like even if you lay up, you see like how the green is pitched away from you. It's just kind of quirky like that all the way around. And if you do miss the greens, you're chipping at a kukulia. Kukulia. I don't even know what that means. I guess it's a type of grass, right? Oh, you know, you know all about grass, don't you? Yes. Anywho, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to lay off Morikawa also. He hasn't played a ton this year. He was uh, he was overseas and did well. And then who was the third? Camp Champ, yeah, right. Who was? Uh, yeah. Oh, Xander. Xander. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding the... Uh, Xander hasn't really done much since he won the gold medal, honestly. There, I said it. He played great last week. Um, he always plays really well there, typically. Um, but he hasn't really popped this season, so hopefully once we get in the Florida swing... He's get- going on three years... Since his last so win like, at yeah. the Century, which is crazy to think about. It is. And I'm just a kind of a side note, I really hate seeing Xander's name and Scotty's name next to each other. Oh, it's so hard. Scheffler. <laughs> I mean, two S-C-H, two Fs on both, two, an L on both. Like, Souffle. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, well, three for, or two for two so far, but uh, that could change here pretty quickly, Words, because you got JT. He's playing with the Aussie Cameron Smith, and the third guy that had a great tournament here up until the end of it, Sam Burns, is back here at Riviera. So, Groomsy, still no, anything, Bob? No, we're <laughs> still inside the top 50. <laughs> I love, we're I love you. to the program. I love you so uh, much. Stick to the basics. Looking, looking for sponsor invite. You know, let's, let's load up on this guy. Okay. 100 to 1 shot. Gala. Um, <laughs> so, Words and I were talking before. JT is a is a horse for the course here. I think you know he had a big time lead here and shoot seventy five in the final round and still got second. I believe that was two years ago. But uh, words, I knew you weren't going to pick him because you picked him last week. Um, Cameron Smith, I'll tell you, I picked him here last year. I'm on him again this year. I think you're probably on him too. I hope not. I am. Okay. He plays, he's, he's got a, in his career here, he's got two top tens. Uh, Up and down from anywhere. Yeah. And he plays tough courses, fast courses, as good as anybody on, on the tour. So Unless he gets real drunk, which is a real, a real red flag in this place. Yeah. I picked him here last year. I think he missed the cut. So, uh, actually, no, last year he actually finished fourth. So, not, not a bad pick for me. But, um Cam Smith, the one thing that I worry about him is that he's going to be that guy that everyone thinks they're being sly picking and he's going to be loaded up on. He's going to be loaded up on. But I will tell you... Cam. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll tell you, he fucking... Uh, he, he's, got, he's got every tool in the bag. He's showed that he can, he can score with the best of them. 34 under in Maui already this year to edge John Rahm. So why not just keep it going here for the for the Aussie? And we talk about how ten of the top ten in the world are here. Eleven of the top eleven in the world are here. He's number eleven in the world. So, yeah, his driving accuracy is a little scary at a place like this because if you get offline, like you said, the rough is uh, Kukulia, and it's very you don't get the same one twice. Uh, with JT, I mean, JT would do anything to win this tournament. I mean, he would do anything for Tiger, right? He'd, he'd fuck a hobo. He would put a toilet cam in his wife's bathroom for Tiger Woods, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it's going to... He wants it too much. Like, he loves the rabbits too much to squeeze it. Mm-hmm. And you die. 
And then Sam Burns, Sam Burns been playing like shit, but he was the winner here with nine holes to play last year. And I could kind of see him being, a, I should have taken him instead of Cam Smith now that I'm looking at you. Yeah. No, I mean, Burns has all the game in the world, but we'll see. I mean, like you said, the last two starts he's had missed cuts, but before that in the fall he was playing great. Yeah. So, all right, Groomsy, I doubt you're on any of these other guys coming up because we've got Rory McIlroy making his first start in the United States since he won, I believe, what was that, the CJ Cup at the Summit Club, I think? Uh, correct, and he probably should have won that tournament in Abu Dhabi. That was the one that Victor won. won. Well, he plunked one in the water on 18. Well, you mentioned Whoops. that. Victor's also in this group playing with him, and the third guy rounding out the group, guy that you picked last week, a guy that won for me back at the Sony, Hideki Matsuyama. What a threesome. Yeah, what I'd pay to watch these guys get it on in a fucking... <laughs> Never mind. All right, Groomsy, I know you're not on any of these guys, huh? Tell me, Groomsy, what do you got? No, absolutely not. But, I mean, if we're doing the, the three-ball parlay, it's Hideki all the way. And yeah. Okay. You I can like probably that. throw Burns. We can kind of get the odds moving. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're I'll, good. I'll tell you, uh, Rory, I've picked him so many times, and he's a good-looking pick this week. You know, a high-ball hitter, great driver of the ball. But, words you know as much as I know. This guy's beat. This guy's burned me more than anybody else on tour. So I laid off of Rory this week. Yeah, he uh, he missed the cut here last year, but b- the year before that, he had back to back par back to back par fives, back to back top fives here. Um, the previous two before that. So I really wanted to take him. I'm a pussy, and I'm not. And now I'm I'm rethinking everything that we're both on Cam Smith, and I just it's not good right now. Hideki. I wanted to do back-to-back weeks with him, too. I could pick him every week. Um, yeah, he's probably going to win. I don't know. And Victor? Uh, to the Victor goes the spoils? Victor's going to need to hit 18 greens a day, pretty much, I think. Just, he's a great driver of the golf ball. He is a great driver of the golf ball. He's an incredible iron player, too, and he's turning into a, an average putter on tour, which with the other two will get you a lot of wins. Um, but chipping around these greens, it's tough. Okay, so we're all off of this group because I didn't pick I didn't pick Victor myself. Words that this is not looking good for you. <laughs> Why? Well, just joking. you're not on my guys, bro. Okay, so the next group, Groomsy, Adam Scott, and he's playing with a guy that we haven't got to talk about much except for his Aspen Cokie Festo, the man with the golden nose, former winner here, Dustin Johnson, and the the defending champion of the event, Max Homa. <laughs> Groomsy. I'm st- I'm st- Staying away from the chalk. We know that <laughs> at this point. How many how many golfers are left in the field? Like twelve? <laughs> Did you pick Marco Mira? What's the Argentinian golfer that died this past week? Did you pick him? What? No, joking. I mean we're going honor bond with Yuri. Start there. Start there. Again, positive round just like Shank. Um is that how you say his name? Adam Shank? Yeah. <laughs> Should that's be. It, Eighty-one seventy-five. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I can tell you words. I had Max Homa penciled in. We know how hard it is to defend a championship here. I had Adam. I had Max Homa in there until today when I switched him out. I like Max Homa to play well. I think he can deal with the pressure of defending a championship. And if he wins, I might kill myself. <laughs> but uh, I, lo- I love Max Homa, and I think he's going to play great this week. Go Max Homa. Um, yeah, I, I laid off of him. I'm not. I'm not quite sure what to do with Max Homa, honestly, because he's a little bit of a feast or famine, and it's it's just kind of scary. I'm scared. 
I'm scared. I'm afraid, all right? I'm afraid. That's from Rocky. Um, who else? Homo. Adam Scott Adam and Scott. DJ. I'm off on Adam Scott. He plays really well here. Um, I thought he was going to be super chalk, kind of like the the poor man's Cam, Cam Smith. Smith. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be real sneaky and go with this past winner, Adam Scott. Yeah. The man with the golden nose. DJ. DJ's at the fucking Super Bowl in a suite on the 50-yard line. He's still hurting a little bit. Uh, okay. Okay. Plus, there's Saudi rumors going around DJ too, which is he's just too dumb enough to like maybe like okay, yeah, I'll just I don't care where I play. Fuck, I'm Greg Norman part two. Yeah, I have one major. Okay, so words we're through five of the six featured groups so far. You and I are on Cam Smith. Groomsy is not touching any of these guys with the ten foot pole. So the final featured group, you've got Patrick Reed, who really has been unfucking heard of lately, ever since he won at the fucking Farmers Insurance. Playing with the guy who lost to Scotty Scheffler in the playoff last week, Patrick Cantlay, and a guy who was in that final group with them, Brooks Kepka. Groomsy, just tell us you're not on them, and we'll get to your picks in a second, right? Not on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, words, I'll go ahead and come out there and say it. I'm taking Patrick Cantlay this week. Uh, I haven't picked him this year. After you burned one already, you know, you and I seem to fall into this playing against each other mode, which I think I'm doing this week. But you said earlier, someone that we agree, we agree that John Rahm is the best player in the world. I don't think that anymore. I think right now Patrick Cantlay is the best player in the world, and that's why I think he's going to finish the job that he couldn't finish last week at Phoenix this week here, and I do think he's going to be chalky. But he's the most picked golfer so far in the league this year to where people that are burning their second, potentially third Patrick Cantlay picks, I feel sorry for you because I'm taking him this week for my first time. Your pity is disgusting, John. <laughs> um, yeah, Patrick Cantley is kind of clear-cut number two, in my opinion. He'd be number one if he could actually make a five-foot putt and close the fucking door last week. <laughs> Whatever, you know? He's uh, he's not the kind of guy that's going to, like, f- you know, feel sorry for himself um, or kind of go into, like, a am mentally tired from kind of what went hap- what didn't happen for me last week. He is, uh, yeah, he's going to be emboldened, and I'm sure he's going to probably play pretty well. Unless he doesn't, Johnny. He's Unless... now up to three in the world, by the way. He unseated our guy, Victor, at, at three. Um, so That makes sense. He went to school out here, too, at UCLA. Um, so maybe Great he'll track record here, too. Go to some frat parties, get a little hungover, and, um, you know, a nice top 25 would be fine. Hey, I did it with Jason Day earlier this year, but if Patrick can't, I'm the only guy that could spoil this good play that he's on because I think that he's got seven consecutive top you know, nine finishes or top 11 finishes. No, just oh, in general, his last geez. seven starts. It's crazy. Yeah, so. he's he might be the best player in the world right now, Johnny. We'll see. If he wins this week, I would give it You'll to him. You'll suck his dick. No, I did not say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so that's the feature groups. Words, are you on Patrick Reed or Brooks Kepka? No. Brooks is interesting because, uh, I mean, he couldn't drive the ball two weeks ago, so he figured that out last week, but he could not hit a wedge to save his fucking life. I mean, it was no. pa- it was pathetic. Terrible. So um, I think he could putt it. I think he'll get, yeah, he can definitely putt it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you need to hit your fucking wedges on the green at least here. I will say, thank God he finally looks healthy. He looks yeah, he as looks healthy great. as he's been in years. He looks so, like a horse. Yeah. So I like the fact that he's also embarrassed for being ranked 20th in the world. He, he You know he's looking at some of these people in front of him like, these fucking pussies. Yeah, whoever's in 21st is like, fuck you, Brooks. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. I'm not my dad. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so through the featured groups, 
I'm the only person that's released two picks. Words and I are both on Cam Smith. I'm going chalky as fuck with Patrick Cantlay. And our boy Groomsy has not announced a single pick. So why don't you give us your first pick, I am Groomsy? so excited for this. <laughs> it's, it's not as insane as you think. Okay. So we're going to go with, we're, we're gonna go with uh, the hot hand, Tom Hoagie. All right. I like that. Going to let it roll. Love that. Yeah, that's a good pick. Great iron player. Dude is just Absolutely. fucking wonderful. Total package. Okay. Ball striker scores, right? So yes. since we haven't got to hear from you, why don't you go ahead and give us your second pick while you're at it? Uh, we're going to go Taylor Gooch. Okay, I like that pick. Also, also ball striker outside of the top 50 meets both my qualifications. Well, is I, he? No, he's uh, inside the top inside? 50 now. Oh, he, no. He's number 33 in the world. Oh, no, I'll take world. Ricky. <laughs> hey, well, while you're on that subject, I'm going to go ahead and tell you because I'm on Taylor Gooch also. Um, oh, he you were really going anti-words this week. Uncharacteristic 75 to finish last week. Uh, one of the stats I saw that's crazy, over the last 10 years, minimum of 12 rounds played, Taylor Gooch has a 69.8 scoring average, and the only people better than that, DJ, John Rahm, Adam Scott, and Xander. So, not bad. So, I love that. And he's he's great on strokes gained around the green, which is something you definitely need here. So How did he do on hard golf courses? Uh, he's had pretty good finishes here. Um, nice. Last year, I think he finished top T10, and then a couple years before that, he, he's He's got a pretty decent track record here. Like I said, that's that scoring average speaks for itself. So even, even though you're on him, I would I would be happy for Tanner um, <laughs> if Gooch Man pulled that out. I'm a Gooch guy. Thank you. It I'm was, looking. I'm looking for like just three guys in the top thirty, mm-hmm. so I can just crawl a little closer to 218 points. <laughs> <laughs> it won't take much, Bob. A win. A win would get you. Just sc- stick a rocket up his ass. He's going to need a rocket up his ass to catch Groomsy. Brick by brick. I don't want to be on the radar. I don't want to be on the radar till till segment three. Well, bro, you better get to the middle if you don't want to be on the radar because you're kind of – I didn't notice this until just now, but Spencer is only one spot ahead of you. <laughs> you know, the, the saddest thing is I've made all my picks. And so I don't so think is he. anybody 210 down at. Spencer has he has, but he, he's he's okay. similar to you. He he's he's going no chalk. So I mean, I I'm not gonna make him feel like as much of an asshole as I'm seeming to. But he hasn't picked Barjon twice. He has not picked Barjon twice. That's for goddamn <laughs> sure. So, um, so words. Do you want to go ahead and give your second pick? Yeah, this might be the poor man's chalk. Uh, he has two top fives here, and I think he will. I think I took him last year, and he missed the cut. Um, but it's okay if he misses the cut because you either love this guy and if you hate him a little more too, that's not a bad thing. I'm going with the walk-in man himself, Kevin Na. Oh, wow. He's been ball striking. He's been playing the best golf of his life the past year or so. So hopefully he can keep that Hold up. Word. Keep that up. Um, sneaky, sneaky under the radar. And last but not least, this is either it's a boomer bust, boomer bust pick, baby. He's won this year. Uh, Billy Payne and I watched him do it real, real early in the morning when we were at Gray's Lake House. I'm going with the Belgian bomber, Thomas Peters. He had a second place finish here in 2017 when he first played. I don't know if he's played. <laughs> he's a weird fucking duck, man. I mean, he came to college in the United States and was like, I fucking hate it here. And Illinois? Yeah. Yeah. Went back across the pond and has been, you know, he popped real hard uh, right when he came out. You know, Ryder played great at the Ryder Cup. Some top tens at some majors. 
Now, like, he broke his fucking wrist, and, like, he really, like, went off the, the ledge. Plus, he had this hot temper. He's a strapping <laughs> young man. He's, like, 6'4". I think he's 6'6". Six, six. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but he can blister the golf ball, so. And uh, the par fives here are kind of sneaky easy. So, hopefully, he can do some damage there and uh, not shoot himself in the foot. Hey, I okay, I okay P a hat for last week, but... I'll take my boy Wyndham Clark over Thomas Peters this week, baby. <laughs> I'll I'll do a, a bet with you no, on that. I'm already I'm already I already owe money. I still uh, got a bike uh. and a fucking hat. All right, so uh, that leaves grooms. Who is your third and final pick? So the chalkiest pick of the week for me is going to be Matt Fitzpatrick. Okay, yeah. I was looking hard and fast at old Feifel Mouskovitz. He's been playing great the, too. The intent here is for everybody to hear my picks, move off of them, and then they become less chalk. So are you a firm believer that uh, people listen to the show to steal words and nice picks? Yes, yes, 100%. He obviously does. <laughs> Where he's like, who the fuck knew Tom Hoagie before me? <laughs> 100%. Okay. Well, good. Hey, that makes us feel better about ourselves. Any other sneaky uh, sneaky guys to look out for this week? I know J.E.'s boy Doc Redman won a USAM here uh, in 2017, beating out our boy Doug Gim, loser. <laughs> the 5-4. He was 4-up, four 4-to-play. Four uh, sorry, Doug. I, I told you, I, I love Wyndham Clark this week as are a play. You, are you just saying that because you're no, an idiot? No, he, he finished last year. He tied for eighth here, but, and he was ahead of John Rahm. Uh, between sandwiched between DJ and Rom, so that tells me all I need. He Ooh, is good. I'd give anything to be in that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I like him. I didn't know who he was until this tournament. I was like, "Who's the guy between him?" I'd love to be between them. Um, just joking. Get so Wyndham. Yeah, no. I, How I, about Willie Z? He had a top ten here last year in his debut, and he lost like eight strokes putting. Also, yeah, that you said it yourself. Words. Knowing that they miss five foot putts at this golf course, I do not want to touch him with a five foot pole. But he hits a Good. He's I mean, all, I'd forgotten he's coming off of uh, missing two weeks for COVID, COVID. too. Yep. I mean, Jesus, he doesn't have too many pounds to lose. Well, I'll tell you one guy that I thought you were maybe going to go with that was a guy I thought hard about. Sung J.M. is mm-hmm. a guy who drives it straight and is great around the greens. So don't be surprised if our guy, Sung, your guy, Sung J, has a good week. I have a just a sneaking suspicion once I go Sung J, it's going to be a three weeks in a row type of deal. Just getting <laughs> way too excited. There you go. Well, uh, Groomsy, anything you want to add before we just kick this pig? Yeah, for 250 bucks, we can talk about your business. <laughs> is, is that all it takes? <laughs> yes. That's it. I'll send it right now. You have money? <laughs> I'll, say, I'll send it right now and send you the ad copy in the morning. We'll start next week. Okay, great. Words and I are looking for our next big score. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not with the man. I'm just talking about money to buy heroin. Oh, yeah. No, I can hook you up with that, too. Okay. I got guys in my labor force. Okay. Well, hey, man, really appreciate you coming on. You're rolling with Tom Hoagie, Taylor Gooch, Matt Fitzpatrick. Words is rolling with Cam Smith, Kevin Na, Thomas Peters. I've got Cam Smith, Patrick Cantlay, and Taylor Gooch. So, Groomsy, thank you, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure having you, and good luck this week. Thank you guys for having me. Let's play soon, buddy. Absolutely. Later. See you, man. Ooh, Johnny. Shit picks. Buyer beware. Yeah, words. I, 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 
you and I both now are discouraged on the Cam Smith pick, but even you and I can't, I don't know, we can curse anybody, but I still like the pick. The guy is a great player, and he's legit mullet. John Crook style. Yarmir Yager, 1989, <laughs> stand up. As they said at the Rams Super Bowl parade, uh, Raheem Morris, stand the fuck up. <laughs> what a fucking joke that, me saying, what a fucking joke that is. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it was funny. I thought you were for sure going to be on Victor this week. So uh, you surprised me, Words. You, you're going to have a pretty unique lineup with Thomas Peters and Kevin Na in there. Yeah, I figured, you know, Vic, we didn't really talk about the, the leaderboard last week. I mean, the cream rose to the top last week for sure. Everyone except really Rom, who ended up getting there. I mean, shit, he ended up getting top 10 or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, Vic, yeah, Vic did not play well at all. Vic, Sam Burns, Finau. I mean, what's yeah. wrong with fucking Finau, Tony? Wow. He's coming off a second place finish here, and I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to fucking pick him. On top of that, guys that did get in, you know, Sahith Tagala got back in. Yes. He's, he's in on a sponsor's exemption. Sahith Blackbeard, motherfucker. There you go. Uh, and one guy that I think to, didn't mention with Groomsy on, but to keep your eye on, Francisco Malinari. You know, he's, Malinari. he's uh, somewhat of a, it's his a home course member now. here now that he's moved over from Italy. So uh, don't be surprised to see Francesco up there. Can you believe he chose to move to Hollywood, LA? Like, like, I went a major, now I'm here. I love Vivid. <laughs> Yeah. West Hollywood bottle service got me like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, Thomas Peters really, really needed a pop. I don't think many guys will be on him. I think more people will be on him than on Kevin Na. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I listen to the fucking radio all the time, but I think Jason Sobel likes Peters as a long shot play, but you know that doesn't mean too much. No, what what means anything though? <laughs> nothing. Like nothing means anything. What's time? You know what we didn't talk about words is Charlie Hoffman's bitch ass. Oh yeah, we can talk about that. Bitchy boy of the week, Charlie Hoffman, who's on the player advisory board. By the way, what a loser! Yeah, after getting a bad drop, he drops it, falls back in the no, water. No, after hitting it in the water first, mind you, he fucked up, dropped it too close. It fell back in, gets another penalty stroke. And goes on a fucking epic rant on the PGA Tour on Instagram, like a tough guy. Yeah, we're all we're all, all tough guys. Take their their dirt. He and Kanye and Skeet Davidson, <laughs> only to finish seventy nine seventy five on the weekend. If you're gonna talk shit, you better back it up, Bob. He dropped a seventy nine the next day. Yes, you can tell he wasn't feeling too hot about himself. Exactly. So we haven't given a bitchy boy of the week out in a while so well we gave it to Bryson last week well there we go so as we like to say it gives away itself so thank you Charlie Hoffman way to go Chuck bounce back this week all right Johnny you got any other words of wisdom for our lovely listeners out there I would love before you become a father I would well pray for me pray for my (laughs) sweet wife um I would love for people to write a review this week in, in uh, appreciation of my um, impending fatherhood. Go yes. write a fucking review, please. Go write a review and, and mention <laughs> the fact that J.E.'s getting ready to become a father. Listen, I'm a bad father. <laughs> I'm a bad father. <laughs> that, that and whoever, uh, whoever wrote uh, the last one about us, Bailey and Barnum got nothing on these guys. You fucking saint. Go on and just create a new name and write another review, you fucking angel. Whoever you are out there. <laughs> you know where to tune in for all the latest Kanye news. I don't know. 
All right, Johnny. Yeah, that's good. Also, go shop at opolisclothing.com. Get that man with the golden nose t-shirt and be the envy of all your friends. And maybe we'll make hats again someday. I don't know. Could get around to it. How about a sticker? <laughs> you know, <laughs> would you guys like a sticker? <laughs> a button. <laughs> a button with words and eyes face on it. Not really. <laughs> no, just John's. <laughs> I'm J.E. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's J.E. I'm Words. <laughs> You guys enjoy Tiger's Tournament this week in L.A. And keep your head down, brah. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.